Welcome back to the Big Sky Now. I'm Josh Dugan, and with college football season finally in the books, after the Montana Grizzlies made a long run to the FCS title game, extending our Big Sky coverage deep into January, which you don't always get in college football. That being said, we're going to roll with our first ever Big Sky Roundup this week. The weekly media panel has the week off with college football wrapping up. So we're going to recap some news around the Big Sky, our first ever Big Sky Roundup here on the Big Sky Now on the Hagedone Sports Network. This week's show will have a football theme to it, but moving forward, we're going to be mixing in the basketball talk and the rest of Big Sky Athletics into the show. So starting with two pieces of basketball-related content to tip this thing off, then we'll get to the football news that broke over the weekend and throughout last week in the Big Sky. So, speaking of that basketball news, we're just going to go over real quick how the conference plays looking in the big sky with Eastern Washington pulling off the sweep at the top of the standings right now with Eastern Washington's men's and women's basketball teams both currently atop their respective standings in the big sky. As of Monday, January 15th, the Eagles men's and women's squads are the only teams that remain undefeated in big sky play with each team coming in at 3-0. The Montana Lady Grizz come in second in conference play at 3-1 for the women's side of things with Idaho, Northern Colorado, and Northern Arizona tied for third at 2-1. As for the men's side, the Montana State Bobcats are in second with a 3-1 record in lead play followed by the Northern Colorado Bears, who are at 2-1, and and then four teams sit at 2-2 overall in a four-way tie for fourth place. That was a lot of fours. If you play the lotto, maybe add the number 40 or next ticket because that was a sign. No, I'm kidding. All right. Also, if you're a college basketball fan, you probably heard the name Jay Billis before, big-time analyst on ESPN, one of the go-to college hoops analysts around for a number of years, but he was recently critical of the wooden watch list, naming the players who were on the radar for the award given to the best college basketball player in the country, essentially the Heisman Trophy of college hoops, similar to that in college football, the Heisman. And he said via X, formerly known as Twitter, that Weber State star, Big Sky preseason conference player of the year, Dylan Jones, is an NBA who is an NBA prospect. He deserved to be on that wooden watch list, and Billis had the following to say, quote, the wooden watch list came out and the 25 players are worthy. But Weber State's Dylan Jones should be on that list. Jones is a big-time baller, averaging over 19 points, 10 rebounds, and 4.9 assists. Two steals as well, while shooting 50% from the field and 83% from the line. That was a miss. End quote. So although it was unfortunate Jones didn't make the actual list, you do like to see someone with a massive platform like Jay Billis give a shout-out to the Big Sky Player of the Year. The likely Big Sky Player of the Year, I should say. Not a foregone conclusion yet, but it's looking that way because, you know, it just brings that much more attention to the conference, to Weber State's program, who produced probably the best player in Big Sky history, Damian Lillard, who recently hit a big clutch shot. Another one, if you watch Damian Lillard, you know that's something you could expect. But that being said, that just brings more attention to Dylan Jones, the Big Sky, and Jones is looking like a no-doubt type of professional prospect, whether it's in the NBA or, or overseas, but you got to love someone with the platform like Billis, giving him the shout out. All right, on to the Big Sky football offseason news, starting with a headline related to one of the best offensive weapons in the Big Sky over the last few years, former Idaho Vandal star, wide out. Hayden Hatton took part in the Hula Bowl, a college football all-star game that provides the opportunity for players to compete against some of the top prospects from around the country get in front of scouts from the NFL, CFL, and the newly formed UFL, which is formerly the USF, USFL and XFL. So that all being said, Hatton had a big game at the Hula Bowl, took advantage of the opportunity, hauled in a touchdown pass early in the second quarter, and had another 27-yard grab later in the game. Couldn't find a total box score for that one, so don't have his exact numbers, but he made an impact, made his presence felt. 
video of him catching a touchdown was trending on Twitter a little bit. So gotta like seeing Hayden Hatton make some headlines. Big Sky football fans are well aware of what type of player Hayden Hatton is. And after a strong cool bowl performance, don't be surprised if some NFL teams start to really take a look at the Idaho product who was nothing short of spectacular in his Vandal career. He finished his time at Idaho with 244 catches, 3,449 yards receiving, and 33 touchdowns. So whoever takes a chance on Hatton will be getting a proven player who thrives in clutch moments. Not often you come in and say a guy coming out of college is experienced, but Hayden Hatton just feels like an experienced guy. You look at those numbers, really racked up the accolades at Idaho and has proven himself in clutch moments time and time again. So he's a guy you keep an eye out for, for a possible sleeper late round pick in the NFL draft and could become a notable NFL player in the near future because the talent is there. We'll definitely keep you up to date if we have any updates on Hayden Hatton's NFL draft stock or you know if he's going to be competing at the Combine, whatever. So we'll keep an eye out for Hatton. Definitely one of the premier wide receivers to come out of the conference and sometimes maybe one of the best since that last guy who turned into a superstar. Oh, yeah, Cooper Cup. Can't miss him. So there's a possibility. Next up, we do have some transfer portal news as Montana now joins Idaho as Big Sky Schools. Big Sky Schools, excuse me, to have their starting quarterbacks hit the transfer portal. Chris QB Clifton McDowell entered the portal for his, for his final year of eligibility after leading Montana to the FCS championship game. McDowell was a star for the Grizzlies last year after took over that starting job after the NAU loss. Finished the season with over 2,000 yards passing along with 753 yards and nine touchdowns in the run game. As more news comes along about the former Montana signal caller, we'll definitely keep you updated. He did post via Twitter, excuse me, X, I guess I should say. He'll be visiting Western Kentucky, who play at the FBS level in Conference USA. But as of now, it looks like Key Alili Ayat, the son of former Grizz legend Brian Ayat, He's going to be the front runner for that job. And when he had little flashes this year of playing time, he looked really good, really poised for a true freshman. He looks like a guy, you put those pieces of guys like Junior Bergen, Keelan White, Aaron Fonts, all those kind of guys. All of a sudden, the Grizz are looking pretty good with Ayotte at quarterback. But you got to think with the transfer portal era, the Grizz might be looking for a new QB themselves because that's just the name of the game right now. I did just mention him, but Junior Bergen did shut down the rumors that he was transferring, and he announced his decision on social media. He'll be returning to Montana for his senior season. Bergen, he emerged as a flat-out star during the Grizzlies' FCS playoff run. And you can expect with him back in the maroon and silver for Montana next year, whoever takes over at quarterback for McDowell will be in a position to succeed with Bergen back with the likes of Aaron Fonts, Keelan White, Eli Gilman, the former Jerry Rice Award winner last year, it's freshman of the year at the FCS level. So the Grizzlies offense is in a position to pick up where they left off, even though McDowell and his playmaking will be missed. Montana did add a few other players to their roster via the portal over the weekend with a running back transfer from the Arizona, uh, the Arizona Wildcats, a linebacker from San Diego State, and a defensive lineman from Youngstown State all heading over to Montana. Over the next few weeks, we'll take a more in-depth look at the players' heading to the Big Sky Conference through the transfer portal. Some of the incoming players I know that's going to be tough next year. No more Giovanni McCoy, Anthony Woods, now McDowell. So there was some solid talent that hit the portal and left the Big Sky. But as always in this day and age of college football, there will be plenty of talent coming back to the Big Sky. So it all kind of balances out, especially with the FBS to FCS bounce backs. A lot of guys looking for playing time. A lot of seniors who maybe spend a few years at the on the bench at a big school. Let your talents fly. Let your talent show at a school in the FCS, it's been a trend, and a lot of FCS schools have capitalized. So another piece of football news related to Montana, but this time Montana State, as Taylor Housewright, offensive coordinator for the Bobcats, is leaving for the Akron offensive coordinator job. 
He's going you know, he's been the engineer of that Montana State lethal rushing attack. He's going to take the quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator job at Akron. And a lot of people have their ups and downs with house rate, but his offensive attack finished second in the FCS in total rushing both of the last two seasons. They finished second and third in the country in scoring the last two years. And one impressive stat from the house rate era that I didn't know until I did some homework on the Bobcats the last few years, they finished top 10 in the country each of the last three seasons in total sacks allowed. So the offense does a great job of getting rid of the football fast when they do throw the ball, using motion and play action to get their quarterbacks out of the pocket and prevent opposing defenders from racking up many sacks. The Bobcats, they named a new offensive coordinator already. Bobcats tight end and fullback coach got the promotion, Tyler Walker. So he'll be the new offensive coordinator. The Bobcats are still looking for a quarterback coach to replace House Wright in that role. I know a lot of Bobcats fans got a little tired of House Wright's play calling in big games, but the numbers don't lie. Montana State's been one of the best offensive units in the country for multiple years. So you got to think early on there could be some bumps in the road with a new coordinator bringing in a new system. We'll see how much that Bobcats lethal rushing attack looks like it did last year moving forward. You know, it was one of the best in the country year after year in the house right era. Did they kind of put some wrinkles in the game, maybe throw the football more? We'll see. But definitely going to look a little different next season. We'll definitely be a long ways away, but we'll be keeping an eye out for that. Pretty significant move in the conference. And house right is a guy I've had a feeling for a while was going to go take another job. He just the production's been there despite maybe the lack of winning in the biggest moments. But that being said, their rushing attack's been lethal. So another fun piece of Big Sky football news that relates to the NFL is three former Big Sky football alumni made the NFL's AP All-Pro list for the 2023 season. We'll start out with number one here, Weber, uh, Weber State product. Teron Johnson, defensive back on the Bills. He was named second-team All-Pro at cornerback. He racked up 98 tackles, one sack, three tackles for loss, eight passes defended, and three forced fumbles. Very rare you see a defensive back earn All-Pro accolades with no interceptions, but that just goes the type of, to show the type of productive player Johnson is in all aspects of playing defensive back. Even without the picks, he's an All-Pro caliber player for the Buffalo Bills. Next up was another Weaver State Wildcat product, Rashid Shahid, who earlier this year on the Big Sky Now, I said might be the most talented Big Sky product in the NFL right now, not named Cooper Cup. He was all-pro first team as a return specialist. Rashid's all-pro and Pro Bowl this year. So he's one of those guys, he's special in the return game. When he touches the football, good things happen. He had one punt return for a touchdown and was third in the NFL in yards per punt return for players with over 20 total returns. He also made a big impact on offense this year with 46 catches for 719 yards and five touchdowns as a receiver. Shahid has a bright future, no doubt about that, with the New Orleans Saints. Kid has star potential because every time he touches the football, he can break loose for a big play, and it's great to see him get the respect he deserves as a return man on the national level and really highlight the type of athleticism and talent coming out of the Big Sky Conference. So last up is a product of a former Big Sky school, Southern Utah, who played in the Big Sky while this player was in college, and that is Pittsburgh Steelers special teams ace, Miles Killebrew, who was named first-team All-Pro and earned a Pro Bowl selection. Killebrew has blocked three punts since joining the Steelers in 2021. No team in the NFL has more than three blocked punts in that time, so that's pretty special right there. He's a great special team player. He led the team with 11 special team tackles and finished the season with 26 total tackles while forcing a safety and a blocked punt in the Steelers' 17-10 win over the Baltimore Ravens late in the season that helped the Steelers clinch a playoff spot. So big congrats to Miles Killebrew, Rashid Shahid, and Teron Johnson on representing the Big Sky Conference as all pros in the NFL, joining guys like Idaho State product Jared Allen, who was a star defensive end back in the day, if you hadn't heard of him. 
probably have big time player in his NFL career. Of course, Eastern Washington Eagles, Cooper Cup, another AP All Pro, and hey, Michael Ruse, a former Eastern Washington Eagle who was a All Pro with the Titans. So good company to keep for Shahid Johnson and Killebrew. All right, that'll do it for this week's Big Sky Roundup on the Big Sky Now. Thank you, as always, for checking out the show. I'm Josh Dugan, and I'm out.